Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of According to Fox. I am your host, A. Fox. Yeah, we had a special episode for what happened on, you know, Sunday, the fateful slap. But, you know, we back into regularly scheduled programming. I have so much to talk to you guys about. Um, This show today is called Bitter. And once you hear the topic, you let me know if I picked the right title. I feel like I did. I know it's touchy. I know it's controversial. But you know what? Fuck it. We're going to get right into it. So remember last month, it's April now. So in the middle of February, remember I told you guys I went to a Gerard Carmichael special and it was great and I really want you guys to see it. I didn't want to give too much away. Well, it finally aired on April Fool's Day, no less. Opportune time for a comedy show on HBO Max. It's called Roth Daniel. And um, he was talking about how he has... First off, I want to say that I'm mad at the name. I'm mad at the name because he told the fucking secret immediately. So in the audience, we were sitting in the audience. And then he um, went into how his real name is not Gerard. And his name, his first name is actually a sequence. Not a sequence. A combination of his paternal and maternal grandfather's names. And then... You know, the story progresses and then he, you know, little nuances and jokes. And at the end of the night, he says, it's Rod Daniel. And I feel like they should have named the show Secrets, uh, Evening with Gerard. I don't know. But the the if the audience has a little bit of common sense, they would put together that Rod Daniel is his fucking real name. Like, come on, you know, come on now. Right. Anyway, oh, that's the only thing I'm mad at. Besides that. Um, so we went to the first taping. It was me and my mother. Shout out to Chris Lewis. He um co-hosted before and he brought his people Chike. Shout out to Chike. And we all went to the show. So there were four tapings. We went to the first one. I feel like most of the show was the last show, which was the next night and like two hours later. But you do catch me in the beginning. When he walks up on the stage, um, everybody's talking, but you can hear my loud mouth really loud. And he gets on stage, everybody claps. And when everybody stops clapping, I go, we were waiting for you. Mind you, he's waving at me. He waved directly at me. That's what made me just say it. I'm like, we were waiting for you. He said, I'm so happy that you're here. That's me he was talking to, y'all. That was A. Fox. That was your host. That's your girl. Okay? He was talking to me directly. At that, you do not see or hear me at all. Some people are like, oh, I heard you the whole time. You definitely did not. That show was way more lit and way more live. If I had known he was doing Q&As and fucking calls and responses, I'd have been talking, but whatever. So, like I said, it was different tapings, so we didn't get the same jokes. Um, Like, he was talking about his grandfathers. So, his mother is a product of his grandparents' marriage. But his grandfather had, like, four kids outside that marriage. His father is the product of his grandfather's infidelity. And his grandfather had about 23 kids outside his marriage. Niggas outside, okay? (laughs) So, he got into that and then he talked about the big secret that he'd been holding in. And was that he was gay. And he actually thought he was going to, like, die with that. He thought he was never going to come out the closet. And he was like, you know... I'd be so masculine, like, I kiss my man 
And I was like, pause. Like, he didn't say that joke when we was there. The shit was really funny. Like, he really had some moments where it was really, really funny. But it got so deep and it got so real. Pause. Right? So I was, I'm going to say pause because I'm from uptown. I know. I know. It's just something we do. I'm not mature enough to, to take it out of my vocabulary. Sorry. Sue me. So, you know, but it was a, a real talk that I feel like he needed to have. And not just with the audience with himself. Um, he was saying how it does not get better. <laughs> like, he's like, that's for something like for young kids. He said, when you're an old grown ass man, when you're in your thirties, nah, that shit do not get better. He said, that shit gets tough and tough. It's just coming out the closet. So he then goes on and talks about his relationship with his mom. And like I said, my mom was there and I've never really seen a comedy, anything affect my mother the way that special did. Like, cause he kept talking about how him and his mother weren't close anymore and she just ignores it. It's like, she said at our show that she didn't want to offend God when he came out the closet. On this show, he said that um she didn't want to go against Jesus, which is the same thing. But my mother is very religious. I've watched the shows. I've watched his um show, The Carmichael Show, that you all should watch. It's a really funny show. I've watched the documentaries he had with his family on HBO and his mother and my mother are very similar to me. Like, my mother grew up here, but, you know, I have family in South Carolina. They're the same age. They both religious women, like, you know what I'm saying? So, for my mother to see the pain that he was going through on that stage because he felt like him and his mother weren't close anymore because of the decision. And I can't even say the decision he made. Because of the sexuality that he is, like, what he, what the person he loves and the people that he, like, wants to be with. My mother seeing that, it really bothered her because she was like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine treating my son like that. Like, putting him through that pain, seeing it really stuck with her. So I hope that show works within their progression as mother and son because the way it affected my mother, and she knows Gerard because she watches the shows and everything too, but that's not his mom. So if it can move my mother... Who don't cry and do things like that. And it like in such a way where like the whole week it was like bothering her. Then I'm almost positive he can get some leeway with his mom. The other show that Ed, again, you do not see me after me and him talk, right? So the other show that really Ed, because I feel like they did a great job at editing. Because you can't really tell it's not the same audience all the way through. Um, they got to ask questions and they were speaking up and I was so mad. <laughs> like, I was like, if I know it was the go ahead, I just said something too, but I didn't want to get kicked out. It's an HBO special. Nobody wants to get kicked out of HBO special. That's embarrassing. But, um, it was good. It was so good. I implore you all to watch it. Just, just watch it. And he, and he made it very clear to me. Like, I'm from the hood. Like, he's like, I know niggas is mad uncomfortable right now. I see all the Yankee fans. Yeah, nigga, I know. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, trust me, it fucks me up too. I be in shot like, damn, a nigga really gay. Like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's, but it's also thought-provoking. It's also something that I felt like he needed. I, I And he said it multiple times. Again, he did not say it at our taping. Gerard, I feel a little robbed. I feel like we're better in this. I feel like we're best friends. And, you know, I, I deserve better. Like, I deserve to be able to talk to you. But I'm happy that you just noticed that I was there more than anybody else. He was happy to see me there. Um, But watch it. 
it's it's great. It's hilarious. I'll probably watch it four times. Um, and then um he hosted Saturday Night Live, and that was I only watched it for select people. I saw it with Tiffany Haddish. I didn't like that episode so much. Um, I saw it when Eddie Murphy first came back, and that was actually a good episode. I really thought that was really funny, and I watched it with Gerard. And on Saturday Night Live, they always do monologues. And Gerard's monologue was how he's not going to talk about the slap. And, you know, comedic genius. Like, so the whole time he's talking about he's not going to talk about it, he's talking about it, but he's not talking about it. It's like, it's dope. It's just Gerard shit. I fucking love Gerard. He did a great job there. Um, They did a skit about it, all that. I just want y'all to watch it. Um, Gerard lives in New York, so we're going to try to make him my best friend sooner than later. But um, I I applaud him for what he had to say, for, you know, letting it all out. And hopefully his family follows suit. Hopefully his mom, you know, hopefully they get back to where it used to be. One more joke. <laughs> he said that his father is wishing that he was bi. Like, he just wants him to get pussy somehow. And he was like, I told my father, I'm sure, two things. That I'm not an astronaut and that I'm a gay man. And he said, do you know what my father told me? <laughs> he's, he's, I'm sorry. His father said, oh, fuck, I forgot it. <laughs> oh, his father said, never give up, give up on the moon, son. So clearly, his father, he's like, listen, you fucked up. I fucked up. I get it. Like, he equates Gerard being gay to his multiple bouts of infidelity where he had four children on his own wife. Oh, yeah, his father definitely had kids on his mother. So it's just watch it. Rod Daniel is the name of the show. Rod Daniel. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we tired of talking about the slap. I'm tired of talking about it. I just want to be clear that what Jermaine said on the last show about Jada not being protected. Because it has opened the floodgates of every other person to disrespect her. He is a thousand percent right. Um, what's bothering me is is the white people and the white comedians. You know, these white folks who have something to say. Like, they didn't do, like, unheard of shit. And they want grace. And that's what kills me. With white people, they expect grace. And they expect forgiveness and they feel like it's owed to them. It's an obligation. When it comes to black people, you get one chance to quote unquote mess up and it's over for you. Like, I feel like out of his 30 year career, Will slapped somebody from his elbow. Not He didn't take it back like grandma did. He slapped him from his elbow. And they making it seem like Will Smith is the worst nigga who, worked, who walks the earth. And it's phenomenal to me how short white people's memories are. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Like Jim Carrey um said, oh yeah, I just sued Will Smith for $20 million. Uh you don't slap people, all this extra shit. Okay, Jim Carrey. And Jim and I want these people to know y'all had passes. Y'all had passes. And y'all can get them revoked. And again, black people, stop inviting everybody to the fucking barbecue. All right. And stop thinking because they cool, they not problematic because they are. Jim Carrey, one time, it was an award show, and he, I believe he's about 10, 15 years older, maybe, didn't her? You 
kissed Alicia Silverstone and she didn't ask for that. You put your mouth on her mouth. That's sexual assault. I, that's one thing. If we going if we going fucking argue semantics and split hairs, let's go all the way. So, should should she have sued you for twenty million dollars? Cause she didn't ask for that. It was unwarranted. And you kissed Alicia Silverstone. She was like the it girl back when you did it, and she was a very young it girl. That's you, Alec Baldwin. You shot one person and killed the other on set. And they're like, oh, it's an accident. But no, 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 no. It was an accident. But you expect grace and a life was taken. You killed someone by accident. I don't know about you, but if that was my family member, I don't think a sorry makes a difference. I don't think, I don't think it's like, oh, well, I didn't mean to. Oh, well, that's fine. Bring her back then because you didn't mean to kill her. So just bring her back to life. We'll be all right. Yeah. No, you, you, you shouldn't have, you should have sat there and ate your fucking food. Another one who should have sat there and ate their fucking food, Zoe Kravitz. You are half black, but with us, you black. We do the one drop rule with black people. You black. We fuck with your daddy and we fuck with your moms. So she made it a thing. Mind you, both dresses she wore was whack. Oh, the dress I wore to the show where we hit people now. And the other dress I wore on the show when someone was assaulted on stage. Trying to be cute. I love the internet. Because the internet always, if you forget who you are, the internet will remind you. Apparently, she was wild predatory with Jaden Smith. Will's son. Jaden. So when Jaden was 14, she had a thing for the kid. Literally. On the low, Shorty had a thing for the kid, and she was grown. So, well, Jaden, hey, Jaden, it's Jaden. And he's like, oh, I, I keep forgetting he's 14, like, when he gets older. Okay, creepy much? Because if that was a man, they'd have locked him up. Well, maybe not in Hollywood, because they don't mind that shit. Last but not least, Bill Maher. You think because you have sex with black women, you get to speak on black issues. You do not. So he said Jada put a fucking wig on like everybody else at the Oscars who gives a fuck. This is my problem with y'all giving everybody passes. And Bill Maher thought he could talk like this for longest. Jermaine actually brought him up on that show too because he said something crazy to Hove. Stop letting these people talk to y'all crazy. And this is why niggas is getting smacked at award shows. Because why y'all let people talk to you crazy? Why? I was watching... Um, and shout out to Step Daddy, by the way. Because they said after the whole ordeal... Denzel made sure he stood between Will and Chris the whole time. Like, when he's talking to Chris and Will is sitting down, Denzel is standing right there in the stage. Nah, Denzel said, on my watch, nothing. Nah, he like, nah, I wasn't going to have it happen again on my watch. Nah, I made sure everybody was good. This, that, and the third. I took care of whatever I need to take care of, and that's it. He ain't let y'all in on nothing else. Shout out to Step Daddy. No, shout out to Courtney B. Vance. I fucks with Courtney B. Vance, too. He was on Breakfast Club. And he had a lot of good things to say. And he was like, he don't play about Angela, but he said he just, he just took Chris to the side, but he, he gets it. He understands it. He like, people be out of line sometimes. And those are two women, you never hear nobody talk crazy about Angela Bassett. You never hear nobody talk crazy about Pauletta Washington. And I feel like it's because you know, y'all know who to have these conversations with and y'all know who to do that to. Y'all can't do that to every fucking body. But yeah, black people... Don't give these niggas passes. Shout out to Mel Gibson. They tried to ask Mel Gibson a question. 
His publicist said, uh-uh-uh, we're out. He took that mic off. Mel G- And you know Mel Gibson was the Hollywood bad guy for a long time. Even Mel Gibson said, I'm going to shut the fuck up and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to eat my food. Thank you. Myrtle or Riggs? I don't know which one he is. Nope, he's Riggs. Thank you. Sat down and ate your food. Mind your business. This is a black problem. This is family business. Whatever. Speaking of family business, Tony Rock went on stage and said all this shit about, oh, hit me. I want a lot of y'all comedians to know. Will Smith, this is this is my problem with y'all. Because it's like, oh, Will Smith, like Chris Rock is too soft. But y'all acting like Will Smith, y'all thought Will Smith was soft. And he's not. My thing for y'all is, why y'all think he can't whip y'all ass? Again, the nigga did Ali. He's in amazing shape. Remember when he was like, oh, I'm too big and... He was in the best shape of his life, and he trying to make changes and do better, and then he lost weight, and now he looks amazing, and he's a his physique is that of someone who's not over 50. Yeah. What makes y'all think y'all can tussle with Will? For real. Like, for real. Like, I, I know what y'all think of him, but y'all really think if it's a one-on-one, he ain't going to knock you the fuck out, Tony Rock? Like, for real. For real. The overweight comedian talking shit, he could run around in the whole circle and y'all niggas gonna need the asthma pump. This is y'all problem, y'all. See, y'all be doing this tough shit and y'all be acting like everybody ain't the same or, or you could do this. Nah, some niggas may not look like they can, but whatever. That's just a nigga with boxing training. I say all that to say this. White people, mind y'all fucking business. That's it. Mind y'all business. What happened on that stage, I don't care if it happened in front of you. When you see two siblings fight, what do you do? You mind your business. Because guess what? When you jump in, they jump you. Mind your goddamn business. Shut the fuck up and worry about your own indiscretions. Because all this, it was so violent. I'm traumatized. I'm scared. I'm, I've seen more violence on The Real Housewives. And they are, there got to be at least eight chapters of the Real Housewives and all them bitches throwing drinks and smacking. So let's stop. We saw it on Love and Hip Hop. We saw it on Basketball Wives. We saw it on Y'all Beloved Shows. Shit, we saw it on Keep It Up with the Kardashians. Stop acting like y'all ain't never seen nobody get smacked before. In other news, again, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm sorry I'm aggressive about this, but I waited. I waited for this show to finish, like, I waited for the season finale because everybody has something bad to say about it. Oh, I don't like the new Bel Air. I don't like the fact that Carlton doing coke. I don't like the fact that um it seems like Jeffrey's a killer. And I don't like this and I don't like that. So, shout out to Mariah. My niece gave me um her Peacock login. <laughs> so, shout out to Sharon's Karen. And she asked me probably like two weeks ago. And she asked me if I was going to watch it. I said, you know what? It's been, it's already like two episodes left. I'll just wait till it's over. I finished that shit in a day. Like Saturday. Done. Y'all know what the fuck y'all talking about. I love that show. I always found it weird. Not always. When I was older and got to understand the premise of the Freshman's Rebellion. I found it weird that someone who grew up in West Philly would be sent to Bel Air. I know it's a TV show. Just 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 listen. <laughs> would be sent to Bel Air because he got in a fight, right? 
If you from Philly, like I'm from the Bronx, if if everybody was sent somewhere far, if you got into a fight, then, you know, there wouldn't be nobody here. <laughs> so that never made sense to me. So to watch the new show and see that somebody brought a gun to the park, they started jumping his mains, and then he got the gun and licked one in the air, That and, and then the fucking drug dealer was there, that makes sense. I get this line of thinking. It, that works for me. I, I, I see why you have to go clean across the country. Um, there were a lot of similarities to the show. Um, Lisa was actually there. And shout out to them making Lisa a full-figured, natural-haired woman. She's not some petite, skinny, long-weave, long-haired, curly-haired, light-skinned, something, mixed something. She is a black girl who's at least like a size 12 maybe a 14 with gorgeous like natural hairstyles and shit and i was like look at her and she's the love interest between carlton and will now apparently that was carlton's ex i mean you ain't supposed to be doing it but i mean you know sometimes people do it sometimes you know people don't care it's a thing um but yeah that shit was cool i love the fact that hillary's smart hillary's not stupid um she's she's with the times it's like a social media thing I, Aunt Viv is very Aunt Viv. Like, I, I think they picked a very good... Of course, she's Dawson Aunt Viv. Shout out to her. I'm saying shout out all day. I'm sorry. Um, Dawson Aunt Viv, she, she did a great job. I, I think she embodied the original Aunt Viv very well. I just want to get into why Jeffrey and Uncle Phil look so good. Uncle Phil looked like Morris Chestnut and Tay Diggs had a baby. And 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 it's perfection. It's it's literal perfection. Jeffrey fine, and he's British or Jamaican because he said Badman. Do Jamaicans just say Badman? Is that exclusive to Jamaica? I don't know, but he's British and he's 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 the house manager, and he gets shit done, like done done. Like, gets niggas murdered, done. Like, it's different. And Will actually looked just like Will, except without the um facial hair. Like, when Will Smith came in, he actually had some facial hair. This kid doesn't have any. And yes, Carlton is still very high, strong um, anxiety. And yes, he does coke. He snorts Xanax. And somebody said, yeah, that's, they shouldn't have did that to him. But I, we didn't have the language back then. I feel like Carlton did have anxiety and he had, he suffered from imposter syndrome too. Cause he always thought he wasn't doing good enough and tried to be Phil and tried to just make everybody see that, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And there was no language really for that back then. So, you know, he suffered from anxiety and he takes Xanax to calm down, but sometimes he snorts coat, sometimes he does this. So I think they just, they just took it up a notch. But, with their similarities and differences, it still works out amazingly well. I don't want to give too much up. We'll talk about it in length probably another month because that last episode had me on the edge of my seat. That was so good. I love this reboot. I cannot wait till season two. Oh, amazing. They did a great job. Like, great. And I love how they put the Philly music in. I could have went without them saying John 47 times a scene. Because I have family from Philly. Um, shout out to Bianca. She is the executive producer. And she's also my cousin. And she's been from Philadelphia forever. 
And I've never heard her say John in my entire life as much as this kid says John on the show. I've been to Philly mad times. I have never heard the word John so much than I did on that show. But great show. Great take on jazz, too. I like that new jazz. He's he's cool. He's mad cool, smart, not stupid at all. I like the way nobody's stupid. Like, we had, like, a lot of, you know, dummy tropes in the 90s. Nobody's stupid. Very good show. I give it seven stars. Out of five, I give it seven. So, y'all make sure y'all check that out on Peacock Pulse. So this is the last week of the regular NBA season. And if you would have told me in the beginning of this season that the Nets and the Lakers not only aren't in the first to third places in their divisions, but they not even in playoff contention yet, I'd have called you crazy. The Lakers are in the 10th, no, the 11th spot. And my Nets are in the 10th spot. Ugh. I need I need a miracle. And KD's playing his ass off. Kyrie's playing his ass off. Thankfully, they do this stupid. Even though I think it's stupid, it gives us a shot. They do play-in tournaments where we got to go against somebody. And if we win, you go against the next person. If that person, if we beat that person, now we're in the playoffs and shit. This is my problem. This all started when niggas tried to trade. For Harden. When niggas traded for Harden, y'all traded the important pieces that we had. Okay? Y'all traded um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Y'all traded Karis LeVert. Y'all traded Jarrett. Y'all traded so many people who would have been the catalyst. And then we got fucking Steve Nash as a coach. I don't know why. I don't think he's a good coach. I feel like he should be fired immediately. Let's bring Mark Jackson in. Something, you know? Um, So the coaching, and I know Kyrie being out didn't help, but when Kyrie was in, he contributed the way he was supposed to. And now that he's been back for like a week for home games and everything, it's been Kyrie and KD busting ass, and it's like they can't do it alone. Like, nobody else is helping them. It bothers me. We If we didn't do all that shit to get James Harden, who literally didn't even stay for a fucking season, come on. Come on. And I was begging for him not to come here. Begging. Like, he do not need to be on my nuts. And then his bitch ass went to Philly. Now Philly's number one. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm on the number one team. But you didn't take them there. They was doing amazing before you got there. The Lakers, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. Oh, they were talking about they're going to trade Anthony Davis. And I don't know. I know that nigga never healthy. But I know he ain't the problem problem. I'm not going to call Westbrook Westbrook. Because we, again, people with attention spans. Westbrook has done a lot. Westbrook, I'm not even a fan of Westbrook. But I don't like how they're, y'all are making it seem like he's just been trash forever. He's just having a really, really bad season this year. 
I don't know how he is with team chemistry, though, because he's been... He's now what you call an NBA journeyman because he's been through mad teams. He was on the Rockets. He was on the Thunder. Um, He was on the Wizards. He was on the Lakers. And I feel like I'm missing something. Where else was he? He's been in a lot of places. The nigga been around. Like, like, fuck. (laughs) He has been around. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think the some of the problem is him, and it definitely isn't LeBron. And I'm not saying that as a LeBron fan. I'm saying because LeBron is leading the league in scoring right now, and it's over 30 points. And at his big age of 37, that's amazing to be the leading scorer of the league right now. And um, Joel Embiid, and I think Giannis is behind him by like tenths of a point. But still, that's that's he's doing his fucking job. It ain't him if he's the leading scorer. It's, it's the rest of y'all. Y'all got to get together. Um, Phoenix is looking good. The Bucks are looking good. We, I don't. I think the Sixers look good every season. But then I feel like the Sixers choke. And I always thought Harden choked. I think Harden does not. He does not. He's not clutch. When it's necessary. Which is why he's never made it past the second round. Um, who else is looking good? I always I don't know why. I feel like I like the Jazz, but I can't like the Jazz because they're Utah. But I like Spider. I do. It's a lot of teams. And the, the Grizzlies is like 20 and 2 without John Morant. And that's a young ass team. That's a super young, virile team. And and Ja has been going for a little while. And these motherfuckers is balling. They they gonna sneak up. I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship. But they're going to sneak up. They're going to do a lot better than people imagine that they do. So it's like even if Brooklyn and the Lakers make it in, it's some tough comp, mad tough competition to get past. I think they could get it done, though. I don't know about the Lakers, but <laughs> let me let me not speak for them. Let me speak for my own team. Um, I don't think they could get it done. Um, but the Nets, I feel like I feel like we got a shot. We got a little shot. Um, now when it comes to the NCAA, I, all right, so I'm a Michigan fan. St. Peter's is out and Michigan is out. St. Peter's was really like a Cinderella story. Same thing. Um, Michigan made it, you know, so as a Michigan fan, oh, Michigan made it, but then they, they lost too. Sorry. (laughs) I, I insinuated something else. As a Michigan fan, there is a team I will always despise. And that team, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) is Duke. I know Kyrie's from Duke. I know, y'all. I know. I get it. Kyrie's from Duke. Um, Then you got... There's a lot of good players that came from Duke. Jay Will. There's a bunch of good players. I'm just saying me. The way I feel about them, I don't fuck with them. I'm very aware of Coach K, of how many wins he has, and you know how um he was an integral part of what's this called um you know March Madness and stuff. All that I get. It. Still not a fan. Never will be fan. Never was a fan. Right. <laughs> so when they said this is his last year, I said, all right, fine. That's that's all right. Cool. Okay, not stressing it. 
And then he made it. So he made it through the, the Sweet 16 and the Elite four, the Elite 8 in the Final Four. He is not going to the championship. Who shut him down again? North Carolina. The Tar Heels. Michael Jordan's alma mater. Shut that shit down. Coach K will not leave the game of basketball with another trophy. I almost feel sorry for him, but I can't because I can't. Sorry, Duke. I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, so it's going to be the Tar Heels and the Kansas. What is they? The Blue Jays? The Jayhawks? They are a bird of some sort. This is the most girly thing I ever did because I usually know my teams, but I really don't know what Kansas is. I feel like they the Blue Jays. Jayhawks. Jayhawks. Final answer. And um, they're playing tomorrow, so we'll see who takes it off for March Madness. North Carolina is the AFC, though, and I think that'll be a pretty dope upset. So we'll see. Maybe I should bet. Maybe I should go on DraftKings and see what that's hitting for. See what they talking about because uh, make me a little monies, a little things on the side. See how it goes. But shout out to them. Good luck to them in their journey. Um, I was talking about St. Peter's earlier, and Shaheen Holloway he used to play for UConn, and you know St. Peter's they was like they made it to the Sweet Sixteen, they made it to the Elite Eight, and you know they were like ranked fifteenth or something. They had a very low ranking. So, to see that they got that far was a big deal. And I don't know if he quit or if the job was there for him after the win. But Shaheen Holloway, he actually used to play for Seton Hall like 20 years ago. And now he's going to work for Seton Hall as a coach. First off, that is a huge pay increase because I don't think St. Peter's got the Seton Hall money. (laughs) So congratulations to him. I don't know how his team is going to feel next year. Like if someone was still playing, maybe someone will be eligible for the draft. You never know. But um, congrats to him. And he's from Jersey, I believe. He's from Jersey and New York. I know he's from up here. I know he in the tri-state. And I like, I like a coach with an ethnic name. Okay, Shaheen. Come on, Shaheen Holloway. You know, good shit. Um, congrats to him. And again, good luck to all those teams coming in. So, oh, so the Pivot Podcast with um, Shannon Crowder. Um, what's, what's my guy named? Ron Clark. Is it Ron Clark? I feel like it's Ron Clark. I don't know, but he's fine. And um, Fred. I don't know their last names at all. I feel like I was watching this shit. Why don't I know their names like that? Anyway, the Pivot Podcast. Um, Fred and Shannon used to be on I Am Athlete, which I haven't heard much about since they left. And I've heard Pivot all over the place. So I guess they made the right switch. But recently on the show, Channing said how Ciara only got with Russell Wilson because he has money. But Russell's a square. And you left Future. This is his tone. This ain't me. Ladies and gents, this is this grown ass married man, father like four's tone. You love future for him, for him. You get you did it for the money. First things first. 
When Ciara first started fucking with Russell and Wilson, Russell and Wilson, Russell and Future, she had more money than both of them. That's one. Second of all, Future cheated multiple times. That's two. Three. That was seven fucking years ago. They are not only married, they made two other kids in the process while he still take care of the one named Future. I'm not saying Future don't take care of his kids. I'm saying Russell Wilson ain't like, hey, go get your kids, Ciara. No, he's not. He's fucking not. Why do y'all want Future so much? Like, you men, do y'all are so, like, visceral and yeah, homophobia, but y'all do the gayest shit in the world. Why would you say you left Future for him? First of all, Future looks like a velociraptor. I don't care what nobody tells me. I don't know what this sexy shit that these bitches see. I see a nigga from the Cretaceous period when I see Future. A, a fucking a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex with good glasses. I don't see the whip appeal that you bitches fall crazy for in Hollywood or in Atlanta, whatever you call it. Russell was actually quite handsome. Russell was not my speed because it's the curly hair. I don't know what it is about the curly hair nigga. I never trust them. You can't trust a nigga. All you got to do is put water there and he look like El DeBarge. I don't know. That's just my problem. That's my hang up. I, I get it. Maybe it's jealousy because my hair could never do nothing like that. Yeah, it's jealousy. That's true. Yeah, I'm a hater. Anyway, either way, my girl Cece is married and happy and why the fuck do you give a fuck that she left another nigga for another nigga? Why does that bother you? And why is that so hard to believe that women mature? You know, if you deal with a certain level of fuck nigga, you never want to deal with a certain level of fuck nigga ever again. So when she was babysitting his three, four kids when they was together before she even had future, and he was still cheating and running around, why, why y'all ain't say, damn, you did Sierra dirty? Why would you why would you drop the ball on Sierra? My nigga, like that's what y'all niggas should have said. Why are you dropping the ball on Sierra like on Sierra was this type of way whatever? How the fuck you going to do that to Sierra? Nah. Not only did she move on and she moved on to a nigga who treats her like an absolute queen, now he's corny. He's corny cuz he treats her better than he treats her. Y'all niggas worry about the wrong shit. Worry about y'all bitches. Worry about y'all women that y'all can't satisfy. Please, because after she leave you, guess what? She going to go to a nigga that you think is corny too. But she going to be happy as fuck with that corny nigga. Stay out of women's areas. Stay out of their business. It don't make no sense for you to talk about a nigga she ain't been with since Obama was in office. We got two whole presents after this shit. Why are you still talking about it? And you like Future? You think Future's sexy? Then you, know, you should fuck him, Shannon. Then you should be with the nigga. Why you worry so much? This is why I can't be no celebrity. My mouth is reckless. I'm like, if you mad about the fact that me leaving him, maybe you should fuck him. Maybe he'll leave you in heartbreak too. You niggas got something called audacity, and I don't know where y'all got it from, but get the receipt and take that shit back because y'all ain't earn it and y'all don't deserve it. Nah, too much audacity. Stop speaking on women and they pass, and then you think it's cute. And you also think it's cute to bring up a woman's past prospects for fucking what? She moved on. He moved on. Why do you care? Why is this still a topic of discussion seven years later? It doesn't make any sense to me. 
he's a square. Nigga, he made more money than you. He still makes more money than you. He's an active player. You don't have as much money as Russell Wilson has. That nigga's a, a minority owner in sports teams. Don't worry about who's corny. Her bills is paid tenfold. What the fuck are you talking about? If y'all niggas want future so bad, cha-cha slide on out the closet and profess your undying love. But please leave CeCe's pussy out of it. That ain't none of y'all concern. So boom. Now y'all know the story about to be good. If a black person say, I hate so boom. I'm going to give you the order, the situation. So it's a lot that happened between them, right? So here goes a quick recap. Ariana Fletcher, a.k.a. Ari, whatever, used to be with G Herbo. I'm going to sound very old. I want y'all to understand this. This is not my wheelhouse. I am about 10 years at least older than all these people we about to talk about. Just like you know. All right? She's with G Herbo. Um, I remember at her baby shower, G Herbo got locked up for like a gun charge or some shit. So he wasn't there. So she said, fuck at that baby shower. And they had a baby named Yosan, right? Yosan looks exactly like G Herbo, by the way. Like, I saw his baby picture. That is definitely his fucking baby. Not saying it wasn't. Anyway, um, they break up. G Herbo gets with Taina, who's Fab's stepdaughter, Emily's daughter, right? Um, and Ari's had a few people between Herb and Moneybag Yo, who she's with now. Moneybag Yo has eight children. That has nothing to do with anything. I just want to throw out the fact that he got eight children. I think they got like six to eight different mothers. Either way, messy, but whatever. So there were concerns that her... And her man, a money bag, yo, fell out that somebody cheated because of what she was posting on her social media, stuff like that. While Herbo and Taina are on their second child. Um, she's due any day now. And I believe when she has her daughter, Essex, who is their son, still won't be one yet. So they're going to have two kids under one, not even two kids under two. It's going to be two kids under one year old. <laughs> when her when um her daughter comes, so they have a a little family already, right? And including your son, which is Ari's son with Herbo. So, oh, I want to say a week ago, maybe like last week, Ari posted a video of a prank where her friend tells your son. Your son's like four, very well spoken kid. I say that he speaks very well. Um, and Yosan is, she's basically the friend saying how Ari's pregnant and Yosan is now distraught. Like this boy is screaming at the top of his little underdeveloped lungs <laughs> and like, you are pregnant. Yes, you are. I don't want you to be pregnant. So, and it's like a two minute tirade and she's trying to explain to him how she's not pregnant. It was just a joke. 
and he doesn't believe her. And he said her being pregnant makes him sad. So the internet being the lovely place that it is, insert sarcasm here. They use this to go to Herbo's page because he is now on his second child with his new girlfriend. And apparently he's getting two kinds of comments. One comment is that his son is jealous of his child. And it almost is insinuating that like he'll harm the new baby. The other comment is how you keep having new babies and your son doesn't want any siblings and you're not thinking about your son and what he wants. I don't have children, so I like to tread lightly on certain things, but I also know when my little brother was, when my mother was pregnant with my little brother, I didn't want her to have him. And it was only because of the Aaron Hall video and song, I Miss You. If you watch the video, the the woman's pregnant and she has labor pains and Aaron's asleep and then she drinks some milk and then he takes her to the hospital and the next scene, he's at a gravesite with a baby. I thought the kid was going to kill my mother. So, I, no, I was not a fan of my mother being pregnant at the time. I was also a very dramatic child. So I just knew it was going to turn out that way. Right? And then when I saw my little brother, loved him, fell in love with him ever since. And then he turned like 22 and he got on my nerves. But he was perfect from like zero to like 17. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody has that. Most kids have that feeling. Like, you know, I got another sibling. They either want another sibling or they don't. And when a sibling comes, it's like, that's my, that's me. You know what I'm saying? So, Herbo basically, and he didn't down talk Ari in any way. He didn't say anything bad about her. He was just, just alluding to the fact, like, stop saying that my son doesn't like his brother. That's his flesh and blood. And, you know, that's an evil comment to make when it comes to children. Again, Ari had his video up for, like, a week. And she said nothing. She said nothing. He's clarifying what's on his page. Right? Now Ari has a whole bunch of shit to say. My son left. My son had a, um, my son came home with a scar and nobody, I gave y'all time to tell me what happened to my son and nobody knew what happened and all this other stuff. And now you saying this, just like mad problematic, like, and I knew when she posted, I was like, is she trying to start shit? Because she knows Taina's like literally 90 months pregnant. And it's like she was waiting on this nigga to say something. She was literally waiting because there was nothing else to say after that. So, and it's like, yeah. Um, then she showed some recordings. Your son said that he wanted to shoot Taina. Why the fuck does your child want to shoot anybody? You, there should be no kid under five talking about shooting anybody. That's a, that's disturbing. And I feel like that wasn't addressed. And it should have been. That's not something you just say. And you're like, oh, well, he clearly he don't like her because he want to shoot her. Why the fuck would he resort to shooting of all things? Not hit her. Not he doesn't want to be around her. He wants to shoot her. Um. Okay, that sounds like something he heard, but whatever. And then she was saying how he wants to see his father because she apparently when he drops, when she drops him off, Taina's there. Well, Herbo's a rapper. I'm not saying he shouldn't be a good father at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when you're a rapper, you're on tour, you're away, you at shows. So your son was pretty much saying how he wants to be around his father. He, I want to be with you. That doesn't, 
say that doesn't mean that, oh, I don't like Taina. That means I want to be with my dad. And that's what most kids want. They want to be with their parent. Like, this person's cool, but that's not their parent. And so, it was just a lot of shit. Like, when she recorded it, it was just whack to me. And Taina's been very quiet. I remember when it was your son's birthday and Taina was pregnant with Essex. And it seemed like they kind of hashed it out or something. Because um, Ari, like, pulled her to take pictures and, like, was taking her. You know what I'm saying? It looked like they, they finally made it a thing. But Taina never said nothing. Like, and that's what makes it look bitter. That's what makes it look like you just starting shit. Because she never said nothing about this girl. She's always quiet. So, now that you insinuating that I'm abusing your child, I'm not. She's had it. She's done, right? She's had enough. So, she posts videos of her and your son. And, you know, on Instagram, it's like, the videos be like a minute long. She got like two slides. And I'm not saying this is indicative of their relationship. It's just showing how much love she does have for the boy. And even in her caption, she in disrespect her. She just said that she prays for her healing. She minds her business. She don't do nothing. And here you go. All the time. And then you see the video and you're like, oh, this don't look like a kid who want to shoot her at all. And this don't look like somebody who has ill feelings towards a child. And especially being that Tyene is a mother now, I think that would bother me too if I'm a mother and you're telling me I'm going to hurt your kid. Like, nah. We not doing that. So, she posted thing. Um, take down the picture and the videos of my son and you got 10 minutes or I'm going to post something that you don't like or I'm going to post this and you don't want me to post this. This is my thing. For whatever that threat was, what is it that y'all be telling y'all baby mothers or that y'all be doing with y'all baby mothers that they got dirt on y'all present fucking girlfriends? Because there's no way in the world if that's my man's baby mother, that she got anything to use against me. What the fuck are you using against me? What? You already said her bro got herpes. And it seems like he don't. Because you got two kids with her. So, and I've never seen the coastal. So, I'm trying to understand what it is that, and I feel like she just took it down because it's no you can't win for losing when you're in this position. I've been in this position before. And it's, it is something that tests your patience. It tests your mental. And it's like, I'm just chilling. I'm just, I'm minding my business, trying to love this nigga. And if I love this nigga, I got to love his kids. And here go this bitch. Like, this This is exactly what, <laughs> I I know exactly what Tyene's going through. You know what I'm saying? Tyene takes the video down. And now everybody's like, oh, see, she got some dirt on you. It's like. The girl can't win for losing. She damned if she do, damned if she don't. So, I felt like she wasn't wrong for posting the videos of of the son. And I know our parents are. That's my child. It's in the fifth. But I feel like if you open the door and say, she did this to my kid, I or she does this to children, I have a right to defend myself. And you made the kid the thing. You you made the kid the evidence. You made the kid the focal point. So I, in turn, will use the video. I don't think she did nothing wrong with that video. Absolutely don't. And, I mean, people can agree to disagree. I, I, don't, I don't think it was wrong on her. 
She got footage of herself loving your child. The horror. How dare she? Like, I don't understand that. And it's, and oh yeah, this is the kicker. Again, by the way, proud of you, Taina. I do need her bold to give you boxing lessons or something. I feel like if you hit Ari, she'll pop. She'll literally pop. She had a lot of work done. Something's going to come loose. Something. You just got to know where to hit, honestly. Just just punch in the ass real hard. You never know. Anyway, this is the kicker. So all this happened the day before the girl's birthday. Taina's birthday is April Fool's Day. All this shit happened the third anniversary of Nipsey's death, R.I.P. The Hustle Man. So it was like the timing of it all is, is fucking suspect. You wanted to fuck up this girl's birthday? She already pregnant. She already can't do shit. This is like her second birthday in a row. She can't do nothing. You already fucking up her birthday. What more do you want? So, it's her birthday the next day. I think I think baby girl turned 27 or something. Tane turned 27. Again, nine months pregnant. Not much you could really fucking do. Her go by so like beautiful long stem roses. Says this is her last year of being pregnant for a while. Which I hope so. Because child, let her get her life back. <laughs> let her get her body back. Shit. <laughs> so... When he posted that, I was on Shade Room, and it said, 23 minutes ago, Taina posted the Long Sun Roses. 18 minutes later, Ari posting roses from fucking Moneybag, yo. If you and your nigga having issues, just say that. I feel like her and her nigga was having issues when she posted the video initially. And maybe they good now. I don't know. So her stance is, I'm not bitter. I got these shits five days ago. You didn't post them five days ago. And you're very, you're very intentional about how you post, right? So (laughs) now that it's this girl's birthday that you tried to ruin and it still didn't work out like that, you now posting long December. It's just, it's just so immature and whack to me. And being that I have been in this predicament, I feel like, oh yeah, and by the way, sorry. I'm not saying your son shouldn't be believed. I think you have to listen to children. I think if a children, if a children, uh-huh, if a child doesn't like somebody, like literally does not go to somebody, they don't like them. You can't make them go to them. You can't make them do anything. Kids are very honest in their feelings and kids, their spirit takes to certain people. In those videos, that's not a video of a child who does not like somebody. I've been around kids who don't like people, and you cannot make them do a fucking thing. That's one. My mother couldn't do that with me. If my spirit didn't take people, it didn't. And eventually she realized that I was real good at reading spirits or, or just feeling people out. Because it'd be something like, nope, I can't do it. I can't talk to him. I just, that was just always me. So, with that, I feel, and you know, kids can be abused physically, sexually, all type of stuff. So I'm not saying don't listen to children. I do think that that boy was coached into saying a lot of stuff he said. And a lot of stuff he said did not really incriminate Taina. What Ari said was it was a pillow fight and his knee was scraped. She had us thinking that he knocked his head somewhere and had a gash. 
a pillow fight is the safest fight one can have with anybody of any age. You could pillow fight with an infant. <laughs> like, like, I don't understand. Not No, not pillow fight fight. Not like that, because the Lord knows. But, you know, either way, that's the safe-ass fight to have with a child. It's literally the only fight that you should be able to have with a kid is a fucking pillow fight. And he's also a boy. And at the risk of saying boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Them niggas get scrapes on their knee for everything. They don't got to do shit but go to the kitchen and get a, a knee scrape. You made it seem like the, the girl like knocked him out or she bruised him or he had a scratch on it. He had a, a scrape on his knee. What? I mean, if, if you're going to reach, stretch first. Like, that's just, it's just, come on, sis. So, I want people to believe children. I do. But I also feel like all that shit was for show. Because even if that's the case, why is this on The Shade Room? Why is this on social media? Why do your followers need to know that your son had a scrape? Why do your followers need to know? And it's like, yeah, it's people page they can post what they want. But at some point, it's attention seeking and it, it it's giving better. That's what it gives. It gives better. I'm going to tell the whole world what she did to my kid, and she ain't do nothing to my kid, but I'm going to tell the whole world this how it is. Because, you know, when you paint a narrative, that's all they need, and they're going to take that paintbrush and run with it. And coming, like I said, coming from somebody like me, who, because I'm a unicorn. I'm of a certain age, and I don't have children. So when I date men, they usually have children. I haven't, it's been a while. Like, I've dated men without kids before, but it's not too many of them. Maybe, oh, I can't even tell you. It's definitely not like one hand <laughs> in my adult years. So, it's, uh, I want to say it's touchy, but it's another word for it. It's delicate. Because, again, if you love a man, you love his kids. You can't pick. I, I don't, there are evil women out there. There are evil people who really would just like be terrible to somebody's child. I don't know how they could do that. My heart isn't set up that way. I feel like children are innocent. They don't have nothing to do with adult drama. I feel like they should be left out of these type of situations. And if it's something that directly harms a child, I feel like authority should be called. It, that's pretty much it. I don't think it should be something that the general public should weigh in on um, or the, you know, the court of public opinion. I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that's in the best interest of the child at all. So I understand how Tyena feels. And it's like how, as the person without kids, we have to have a level of respect and decorum that is not given <laughs> from the other person, from the baby mother, or even the baby father, because I'm sure men go through this too. And it's like, you have to be like, you know what? I don't want to fuck it up because if if I curse out, if I fuck her up, he won't be able to see his kids. If I do this, he won't be able to see his kids. I got to be quiet. I got to be quiet because, you know, I don't want to mess it up for him. I don't want to mess up on child support shit. I'm just trying to think of him. When does... When does this warrant an ass whooping is my question. Like, 
why so much restraint from the person who may or may not even have any ill feelings towards you? You have ill feelings towards him. And I feel like it's because Ari, I don't care how happy she says she is with Moneybag, yo. Happy people don't do that. If you're in a happy relationship, you're not worried about your baby father. If he's taking care of his kid the way he needs to, you're not worried about your baby father. I think she still loves that nigga. She still has feelings for that nigga. But my thing is, she moved on, and she moved on in several relationships. It was like, I can't even say flings, because I think Hans Javante Davis was for a while. You know what I'm saying? But you moved on several times. And Herbo has been with Taina since you, and, and that's it. No one else. There's nobody else you can link him to. So, I feel like she still has real feelings for him, and she's mad because he genuinely... Like, apparently, she has his heart. It's, that's it for him. I'm not saying that he don't cheat. I honestly don't know. Again, all these people are 10 years younger than me. I cannot tell you <laughs> what they really do, what their extracurricular activities are. I barely know. I don't know a G Herbo song. I'm sure he's good. I just, I don't. It's not on my playlist. Either way, how much restraint is one... Supposed to show until it's too much, you know. Like, why? Why do I have to be the one to keep the peace when she's the one, you know, turning this shit into a world war? <laughs> and it's it's a lot. It's a lot to have to to sit here and act like you're not bothered by it. And that's another thing she used to do. She used to say, "Oh, you can't be around my son," and she don't want her around his son. Her around um, her son. He lives with her. He has two kids with her. How, where else is he supposed to be with his kid? And then when y'all say shit like, you can't be around my kid with her, knowing that he lives with the woman, knowing what's going on with the woman, and then when he can't see his kid, you don't want to see your kid. It's it's a real catch-22. Like, for real. It's a real catch-22. And it's 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 sad. Because that girl is, is very pregnant. And this kind of stress is not good for any baby. Let alone somebody who do like now. You know? And I feel like she's been real mature about it. And at some point, maturity's out the fucking window. You're ready to fight. Like, I, I remember that happened to me before. And once I said where she could meet me, that's it. It was no more thugging online. It was no more talking shit and subbing. That shit ended very fast. So it's like, why do I have to take it there? And and then you love the kids. You know how hard it would be to like fuck somebody mother up and love them. Like that shit must be something. And it's gonna be hard for them to really fuck with you after you fuck their mother up. I and I get it. Can't nobody hit my mother. I'll be mad as fuck if anybody touched my mother. So I'm just thinking, like, how can you... And that's why I get why we have to exhibit this restraint. Because, like, you with the kid, and you love the kid, and the mother's acting crazy. You fuck the mother up, and now the kid looking at you like you nuts. And you definitely can't be around that kid ever again because the mother knows she can't whip your ass now. And then the kid going to grow up and be older to res- and grow older and like grow to resent you, 
Because you fucked their mother up. Like, like, I don't understand. I get why people don't want to date people with kids. But, you know, some of us don't have that option. I'm I'm at an age where that's really not an option anymore. It, it never really was for me. It, every dude, I want to say, like I said, I, I could count on one hand the amount of niggas I dealt with that didn't have children. In one hand. And this is like after 22, maybe 21. You know, so it's like my adult life. So I understand why it can't happen that way. But I feel like the baby mother, something has to be done. Like, your man got to say something. Her man got to say something. What the fuck she so worried for? Somebody got to elaborate on why this bitch feel away. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just feel like it's really unfair to have to deal with being disparaged and being talked down to and being accused of the most terrible things and you can't say anything just to maintain the relationship that your man has with his kid. That is a lot. That is therapy type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That is really like, you got to sit down with somebody and pay them money and go, yo, this is a wild thing I'm dealing with. How the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Then the kid come to your house and you want to love it and you do love it. And then you, you can't touch her. Or they can't be around you because the bitch is mad. So now it's like, oh, I can't see my kid. And now he resents you because he lived with you. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, this shit is it's crazy. It's very weird to me. I think Ari handled this very whack, I think. And everybody keeps saying she's young. Tyene is young, too, and she's not acting like this. Like, let's not say just because you younger that you ain't got no sense. She likes this shit. Like, she said, only person that can get me out of character like this is for my son. Bitch, this is your character. This is literally your origin story. You've been like this since you came into the scene. You're mad problematic. That's what kills me. You got this whole fan base, and you call everybody broke in five seconds. <laughs> like, mad broke. All this extra shit. You still mad at her, because he broke up with you, and then he was like, oh, <laughs> I'm not paying for your family no more. Oh, you say I ain't have to worry about nothing. And that's the problem. Stop relying on these niggas. I don't know. It's just... I feel like... I feel like it's unfair. But you know what? When it comes to these kids, you, you got to make the choice. On who is it going to work out for? Who is it better for? And what works best for the kids, even if they not your own, that's still the end result. What is best for these kids? And I think that's what, you know, us people without children do. I think that's something that's like a thought. Like, you know what? It don't matter. The kid's happiness is what's paramount. And that has to be taken in consideration above all else. So I hope they figure this out because there's too many kids involved at this point. Because that would mean your son don't see his siblings. Like, I hate shit like that. I hate petty adult shit that interferes with siblings. This is why a lot of people grow up with distant brothers and distant sisters because somebody's mother's mad. This one's mother from 1994 and shit like that. And now they never, they weren't as close as they could have been and too much time passes and shit. So I really want them to fix this. But I do want to give Taina her her accolades 
for responding with class, for behaving with class, and for not trying to escalate the situation but rectify it. It's a hard thing to do. And, you know, I hope all of us, like everybody is in a situation like this, I hope people are able to co-parent safely, co-parent effectively more than anything, you know, just co-parent, be parents together. That's, that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? Just, just worry about the well-being of the child and the child's happiness and everyone really will go far and that child will go far too because there's nothing better than a child that has more than one person to love them. The mother love them, their daddy love them, their stepdaddy love them, their stepmother love them, their siblings love them. This world is short on love. Let's make sure these kids get enough of it and let's add to it too. So, our weekly hustle is a meme I saw by Jill Blakeway. So, I guess it's a quote. And it reads, when a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. The misinformation will feel unfair, but stay above it. Trusting that other people will eventually see the truth, just like you did. This has been According to Fox. See y'all in two weeks.